Hey gamers and podcast listeners, this is your boy Trey Turpin, the host of the Gamers Anonymous podcast presented by Finesse Kings Gaming. If you're addicted to all things video games, then you're in the right place. So make sure to subscribe and follow The Gap on all major podcast services so you do not miss a session. Also, go ahead and follow and like the Gamers Anonymous podcast Facebook page. Remember, admitting you have an addiction is the very first step. Yay! hey what's going on podcast listeners and gamers you already know who it is this is your host trey turpin and welcome back to the gamers anonymous podcast today i have my good brother with me as always tommy harless what's good bruh chilling man how you doing man thank you for another episode bro i appreciate being here oh no problem bro you already know i'm glad that we're able to go ahead and get this next episode started like we got a lot of information for you guys so i'm glad that you guys decided to tune in um i know it's been a about you know i've been releasing a podcast like every other week here recently so there's a lot of news that's been dropping so i'm pretty much playing catch up so this is pretty much like a two-part series episodes it's still going to be episode seven and then um this is going to carry on over to episode eight so it's two separate episodes but it's pretty much a bunch of information that's been released within the past two weeks so i'm gonna get you guys caught up uh, also, I just want to say thank you guys, you know, for always supporting the podcast, you know, definitely got to just show uh, my love for you guys just showing your support. Um, also, I want to go ahead and announce that I did announce a giveaway last episode. And I'm actually going to go ahead and reschedule and redo that giveaway because I announced it at the end of the episode. And I know that last episode, it was a long one. So I um, I seen the analytics and I see that you guys, a lot of people didn't make it to the end. I don't think anyone did. So people probably didn't know that there was a giveaway. So I'm actually going to go ahead and keep those uh, gifts and I'm going to do another giveaway um, in a later episode. So definitely make sure you guys stay tuned and uh, I'm going to make sure somebody wins, you know. So but other than that, um, man, we're going to go ahead and get started. Like I said, it's a lot of information. Uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about uh, The Last of Us 2. It released um, last, I believe it released on Friday. Was it, Tommy? Uh, yeah, June 19th. Um, so, yeah, that was Friday. OK, yeah, June 19th. Wow. Yeah, that was no, that was, that was definitely. Cool. Yeah, that was like, yeah, that was like a week ago. ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. All right, so we're going to talk about The Last of Us 2 and its release and reception. We're also going to go ahead and talk about some Xbox leaks and rumors for their July event. And we're also going to go ahead and talk about uh, some Cyberpunk 2077 gameplay. Some new gameplay uh, was revealed here the past few days. Uh, so we're going to uh, talk more about that as well. So before we get started, uh, Tommy, what have you guys, or not you guys, what have you been playing this past week or so? What you been up to? I have been playing Call of Duty. That That's about it, man. I've been grinding Call of Duty, uh, trying to get my battle pass up, uh, trying to reach 155, level 155. Uh, so right now I'm on uh, level 117, 
And I think my battle pass tier is about 70, 71. Um, so I've been playing that really heavy, man. Uh, that's about it for me. What have you been playing? So 71? Dang. Yeah. On the battle pass? On the battle pass, yeah. Dang, I think I'm like 11. Oh, yeah. All right, but yeah, so I got I know it's a grind, though. This battle pass is a little weird. I'm used to like leveling up and then you level up with the battle pass. But yeah. I think it's too it's separate. Right. It is like you can level up normally, but then like your battle pass tier might be still like in the middle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it, it's a little weird. OK, but um, yeah, just like you, uh, I know you and our uh, boy, Steve, you know, we all three play together. I know you guys been um, heavy on the modern warfare. So it got me to jump back into the modern warfare. And, you know, I've just been playing that heavy, just uh, trying to level up some guns. You know, I only stick with the M4 and I've been recently playing with the Kilo, trying to level that up as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely fun. I'm glad that uh, I jumped back in because uh, there's some new uh, new levels. I've been playing actual multiplayer and not Warzone. So um, it's good to play on those new levels. Um, and I also like playing some of the old ones too because I actually know where to go, where to look for enemies and stuff <laughs> like that. So that's when I actually start to dominate is when we play the older levels. But uh, yeah, I've definitely been playing that. I've also jumped into, um, I've been, I started Kingdom Hearts. Uh, once again, that, uh, that game is on Game Pass. And um, there, it's like the collection of all the Kingdom Hearts. So I'm playing the very first one, and uh, I started that. It's really fun. It brings me back to 2002. Um, the most infamous song that's tied with that game. I I hear it every time I think about Kingdom Hearts. It's so iconic. Um, so I've been playing that, and I've also been playing uh, Hellblade. I know I mentioned that uh, on the past episode. I'm still playing that. Um, I'm, I think I'm about to beat the game. I actually been taking my time and man, let me tell you, it's a funny story. Um, this game, like I said, this game by far, I think is one of the best games that I played this generation. Um, that's come like coming from me that that says a lot because, you know, I, I really don't give a lot of games hype just because like I, I've played so many games that like I've played this, I've done that before, like games tend to be the same nowadays so i like new experiences well hellblade this game like i said like i told y'all before um there's a mechanic where somebody they um like if every time you die uh, your body gets taken over by the darkness i know i told you guys that so there was one particular part where i had to do these puzzles well one of the puzzles or um yeah one of the puzzles that i had to do I kept dying because I didn't know what to do. So like, I haven't really died that much in this game. So when I died the first time, I was like, okay, you know, I haven't died that much. Then I died again. And I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, all right, you know, I'm still good. I'm still good. You know, like I was looking at my arm to see if it was getting covered more by the darkness and it wasn't. So I was like, okay. So then I died again. And like, when I, when I died that third time, I was stressing. I, I'm telling you, like, I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, I don't want to. I was like, how many more times can I die before the game is over? So, like, that type of intensity or that type of uh, feeling, like, man, that game, 
that game just I can't praise it enough. This game is so much fun. Like the pressure of me knowing that I can't die that much and I died three times in a row. Like the pressure was really on me. I was sweating really hard trying to get this puzzle finished. And luckily I got it finished. And like I looked at my character's arm, her arm was like pretty much almost blacked out. So I don't know if it like has to get covered completely or if it goes up her neck or whatever. But uh, like this game, I'm really into it. And just for that mechanic alone and the gaming mechanic, the fighting mechanics and, and the story, all of this is very good. So if you guys haven't checked out Hellblade, I definitely you guys got to go ahead and try it. It's on Game Pass now um, and it's a really fun game. So other than that, I, that's all I've been playing this week. Um, I just want to go ahead and tell you guys make sure to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast uh we're on every major podcasting platform uh apple podcast spotify uh you name it definitely check out our anchor page uh that's on anchor.fm the gamers anonymous podcast uh so anchor.fm slash the gamers anonymous podcast where you can just see our whole page listen to our trailer and everything make sure you go ahead and just uh, subscribe, like us and review us. You know, we would love to uh, see what you guys think about the podcast. So other than that, we're going to move on to our main topic. All right. So the main topic we're going to go ahead and talk about today is The Last of Us 2. It actually came out, uh, like we mentioned earlier on June 19th, about a week or so ago. And that game actually came out the reception was very, very positive, but there was also a lot of mixed reception as well. But the game has also sold over four million copies within its first three days. So reaching that milestone, that is actually the best selling PlayStation 4 game to date. So Shoot. that's how. Yeah, that's how amazing this game. Like everyone was so hyped to play this game. That's how amazing it was. So but there was a lot of. I should say, like I said, there was a lot of good and there was a lot of bad. And we're going to go ahead and talk about the success, the good and the bad of The Last of Us 2. Uh, so, like I said, it sold over four million copies in its first three days. Um, the user there's the reviews for this game are very, very, very positive with the uh, main reviewing sites. But when it comes to user reviews, I know a Metacritic Right now, the Metacritic score is, I believe, I saw it was a 94. Um, and that's with, like, the major reviewers like IGN, GameSpot, you know, all the big gaming industry reviews. And then the user reviews, uh, I seen it at one point, it was at a 3.3 .3 out of 10. And every single day, it seems like it's, it's rising higher. And I think I seen it at, like, a 4.5. The last time I've checked and there's just a lot of mixed reviews. Uh, a lot of gamers are saying like they just uh, like the game is amazing. They just didn't like the story. So, Tommy, did you see like all the mixed reactions and the good and the bad with The Last of Us 2? I have seen and heard it uh, via Twitter. That's usually where I get most of my video game news from is Twitter. So, yes, via Twitter, I have seen mixed reviews. 
Now, as far as like gameplay and everything like that, I've kind of tried to stay away from watching videos and visuals of it because I want to play it for myself. So I have only seen like 10 seconds of gameplay, um, not not counting the trailers that, you know, uh, Naughty Dog has shown us ourselves. Um, but everything else, ever since it's released, I've stayed away. Okay, so you you're actually I know I was speaking with you before you're trying to stay away from the game because yeah, because like you want to, you know, you don't really care about the reviews or anything like that. You were a fan of the first game. So Mm -hmm. you're definitely excited to play this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I I really want to deep dive into it. And, you know, I want to take my time with that game. I've heard now I have heard that it's about on average about 23 to 25 hours long. Um, if you're not going for all the collectibles and everything like that. So I do know that um, I did see that on a video from IGN because I did, I kind of did want to know how long the game was, but other than that, I have really tried to stay away. I've stayed really off YouTube. Every time I see something about it on YouTube or even on, you know, Twitter or Facebook or anything, social media, I always tr- like scroll right past it really fast or just get off that. Because I don't want to be surprised or, you know, spoiled or anything like that. I don't want that for me, you know, because like you said, I love the first game. I actually can't wait to play the second one. But mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait a little while until the hype dies down, which I don't think it ever will because it's The Last of Us. You know, everybody knows that's a great game. But I'm going to wait till the hype to die down before I pick it up and play it myself. Right, exactly. I mean, you're actually doing the right thing because that's me. And you actually had the same mindset going into The Last of Us 2 because um, I know I tried to stay away from the spoilers because, as you know, it got spoiled or the game got spoiled about a month ago. And, you know, I remember every time I would see something about The Last of Us 2, I would just go ahead and try to like click away or scroll up and don't even try to read anything about it because I know people were trying to spoil the game. Um, So I'm going to just go ahead and deep dive into it. So the game sold over 4 million copies its first day. That's a huge milestone. I think the game before that was Spider-Man. It sold like 3.3 million, I believe. Right. Probably more in its first three days. And for it to sell over 4 million copies, it definitely lets you know, like, this game was, like, highly anticipated. Everybody was waiting for this game. Everyone was a fan of the first one. They couldn't wait to get their hands on the second one. Yeah. But but when people got the game, they feel like they were kind of misled because from what I was saying, I'm going to just go ahead and throw it out there. I don't think I'm going to spoil anything, but a spoiler alert. You know, I don't think I'm going to spoil anything, but just want to let you guys know that uh, from what I heard, people were just saying like the story wise, they it just didn't make sense. Like from the trailers and what were shown, um, they just feel like they were just misled. And uh, one of some of the things are um, are like the social justice warrior, political uh, LGBTQ plus society things like people are trying to make it seem like oh because if you don't know like this game you know stars a um i'm gonna go ahead and say like a lgbtq uh character and she uh you know so they're, they're trying to make it seem like all oh, people are you know homophobes or you know that nature or whatnot and 
they're also saying like people don't like the game because they're feminists because it's with the LGBT and it's a leading character and people are just trying to make up, you know, anything on why people are hating on this game. Um, I'm not for sure why. I don't know if that's true. I'm just throwing it out there with you guys to tell you like reasons on why people think it is. Uh, so they're thinking it's that aspect of it, like being a feminist or it's too political. But also I heard that um, people don't like what happened to Joel in the game or how Joel was done in this game. Um, I don't know what happened, but I know a lot of people are really fed up and messed up about what happened to Joel. And then um, also people with them being like they're saying, like the story wasn't what they thought it was going to be. Um, people are thinking that like the reviews were paid for, like with IGN and and other um, companies that gave it a 10 out of 10. People were saying that the these reviews were paid for, because if you look at it, not too many games like are praised by critics and are not praised by the people who actually play the game it's usually you know neck and neck it's praised by critics and it's praised by the gamers themselves you know or it's kind of like bashed by critics but the gamers actually liked it mm. you know or like liked it not saying it's the best game but they liked it so but in this case it's praised highly by critics and like the gamers are not liking it at all and I don't know if this is the most reviewed game on Metacritic by users, but it's like over 80,000 reviews from gamers so far. Now, that's a lot. If you look at other Metacritic that scores. That is a lot. Wow. It's, yeah, it, it's not a lot at all, like with other games. But this one is over 80,000 from the last time I checked it, where people were actually reviewing the game, saying that it was good and saying it was bad. Because like I said, at first it was at a 3.3. Now it's at a 4.5 or higher. So that's letting you know, like people are going on there and supporting their case. So I just wanted to see Tommy, uh, what you thought about the franchise. And um, if the, with you hearing all these mixed reviews, if it hindered, you at all if you're going to pick it up or if you're not going to pick it up if you, if you were excited and you're not anymore but you're you're very excited and you're going to pick it up as soon as you can of course right oh yeah definitely that that doesn't change my um my thought process on the game at all i, I still want to play it for myself just to see what all the hype or unhype is about um but you know it is crazy because I, I did not know that 80,000 people have reviewed just this game alone, and I've never heard of any game doing that kind of number. So that is just astonishing to me. Mm -hmm. But but I'm definitely still going to pick this game up. It, it's no question about it. It's just a matter of when, you know, not so if it's a matter of when I'm going to pick it up. OK, so my last question to you is, do you think um Cause this is like, I'm not going to lie. I've seen like the first game was highly praised. Like it didn't have anything like nobody talked bad about that game at all. The, mm -hmm. If you did, it was probably from me. I'm the weird one, <laughs> you know? but I mean, I actually, you know, I'm not going to lie. I actually enjoyed it, but I was just a little let down because I thought it was overhyped. So mm -hmm. me hearing um, the mixed reviews, like I was trying to actually be hyped with everyone, but hearing all of this mixed reviews and stuff like that is just letting me think like, 
you know, maybe people are finally seeing what I saw in the first one because everyone pretty much were saying that the gameplay is awesome. It feels just like the first one with just a little bit of uh, new stuff. And then the visuals look amazing. Like this game is probably the best looking game on console out right now. So other than that, they're saying that's good, but it's something going on with the story. And I have yet to figure it out because I'm trying to stay away from spoilers as well, because I think I will pick it up. But my last question here for you is, do you think this type of um, how should I say it? Publicity for this game actually coming out now. Do you think it will hurt the franchise? I don't think it will. I think the first Last of Us cemented itself basically as a legend anyway um in mm-hmm. it like the first one by itself did that so the second one people not liking it i honestly think this just leaves them more room for a third one to if nothing else just clear up um the issues that the second one has left with gamers mm-hmm. so I, I definitely feel like there's going to be a third one I've already prepped myself that for that, even though even without playing the second one, um, like everyone else has. But I don't think it'll hurt the franchise. That's my opinion. Um, that's what I think. Like I said, the first one cemented itself as a legend, and you know that right there just basically cemented Naughty Dog. They were already good, you know, with the Uncharted's, so they didn't really need anything else. But now that they have The Last of Us two. Um, and I'm not talking about the game, just The Last of Us as the franchise that just submits them even more as, you know, a great production company, you know, and, you know, great gaming company as well. Like they, they, like you said, I think it was in episode one or two, you know, the first, um, what is it? What, what was that? Nathan Drake game. What is it? Uncharted. Sorry. Yeah. The Uncharted, the first one, people didn't really care for it. But with that second one came out, you know, they did everything with the that the first one did plus they did things bigger and better so i feel like the roles are reversed on this one a little bit if you think about it the first last of us it did everything right people loved it you know it was highly praised with this second one you're seeing like you said uh the you know like ign's and game spots and all that stuff are reviewing it and saying it's great but with the users the actual gamers who play them play the games they're giving it not so great reviews so i feel like the roles are kind of reversed, you know, um, in this case. And I feel like with the third one, I think they'll bounce back and make those corrections and give the gamers the game they wanted. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I definitely would love to see a third one because um not saying that, you know, if I don't know if this game is good or bad. So until right. I actually get my hands on it. But I do think if there was anything negative, or that was true with this game, um, I think a third one would definitely be their opportunity to fix everything and to end the game off right, you know, if it's a trilogy or if they might do another one, who knows, a fourth one. But um, I think a third one would be able to, for them to redeem themselves if they did lose any loyalty to begin with um, and to also just fix the missteps that they actually had from the second game and just improve on what they did with the first and the good things about the second one. So, yeah, I agree. I think the franchise is still going to be here to stay. Oh, yeah. Okay, I just wanted to uh, let the listeners and the gamers know that 
definitely last of us two is out now um you know definitely go ahead and check that game out and let us know what you guys think about it um so we're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic all right so our next main topic here is man i'm actually a little bit excited for this one because i just like to these there's a lot of leaks and rumors with the upcoming xbox july event and it's just getting me excited because i like seeing like xbox you know they were in a bad place you know so i like actually seeing them be able to rise up and try to show people like hey you know we're just as good as the competition you know so with me reading all these leaks and rumors about xbox it's just getting me excited because there's just a lot of hype like i grew up with xbox so there's a lot of um games that i've played on the xbox that kind of went away and now you know there's rumors of new games coming out or maybe revitalizing old ips so there's been a lot of uh, there was a rumor i have it here in my notes there was a leak and rumor from this guy named Eastman. Now, Eastman, it was on Twitter where I seen this. And Eastman, uh, from what I've read, they said that he's actually been pretty creditable or credible um, with, you know, him saying things are going to happen and they actually become true. So he actually put out that there is going to be a lot like this July event is going to be a night of mic drops meaning that xbox is going to come out you know guns blazing and just wowing the whole gaming industry with their whole july event so he said that there's going to be a lot of mic drops it's going to shake up the industry um he, he also talked about that xbox is actually focusing on setting up game pass and x cloud for the next generation um, he said that with all their 15 studios, they're eventually going to have it set up to where they're going to have one first party AAA game drop every other month on the service. So it's going to entice people to stay subscribed to play the latest and greatest games from Xbox Game Studios. Um, they're also going to announce two different console or they already announced one console, but they're also going to announce another console, which actually has been rumored here ever since pretty much the Series X has been announced, which is everyone thinks is going to be the Xbox Series S. And it's going to be just a lower, um, lower powered compared to the Xbox Series X. So they're going to drop that and it's going to be at a lower price point. Um, they said it's going to be about half the price of the series, the Xbox Series X. Um, and the price announcement will actually be a big part of, you know, one of those mic drops. Like, boom, this is how much it is. And they think everyone's going to be astonished at the prices. Also, they're going to announce more studio acquisitions. Um he posted that there's going to be around five more studios added to um, the Xbox Game Studios family and that Xbox is actually looking into acquiring WB Studios if they can at least obtain licensing agreements with those franchises, meaning pretty much, you know, if they get Rocksteady, they're going to 
AT&T, you know, they're selling the WB division. Uh, they're going to steal one royalties from those um, licensing from like Batman, DC, uh, Mortal Kombat and things like that. If somebody else did acquire those studios. So but those were like the main highlights of the leak. And there's actually been a lot more leaks I've been seeing. But these are the main ones I wanted to talk about. Um, because the other, like I said, these leaks and rumors are getting out of hand. Uh, it's just to the point where I just want this event to come out already. And I want to see if any of these come true. So, uh, Tommy, what did you think when I sent you these notes um, and this information regarding the Xbox leaks for the July event? I, I was thoroughly pleased with what I read. And now, again, like you said, it's a leak um, and it's a rumor. So I did take it with a grain of salt, but what I read did excite me as a game as a fan of Xbox and a gamer. I I hope that even just half of this is true. Uh, what I read it in this leak that you sent me, uh, I feel like you know the two consoles we've kind of touched on that. We actually touched on that last episode. Uh, yep. So we've kind of talked about that. So that didn't really surprise me. Um, Warner Brother Games, you know, being so we talked about that last episode as well. So and we we did say we hope Xbox would or Microsoft, I should say, would uh, put their, um, you know, their name in the hat to acquire them um, because there's a lot of good, you know, properties under Warner Brother Games, like you said, Mortal Kombat, Rocksteady with the Batman and et cetera. Um, so that we kind of touched on that as well. Um, my thing was the mic drops because and, and the price. Uh, I, I've been screaming forever. I wish somebody would just give us the price of the console already, whether it be Sony's PlayStation 5 or Microsoft's Xbox Series X. I just want to know what the prices are looking like. Um, y'all can give us specs all day, you know, all the hottest games y'all want to give us. But until y'all show us that price, none of that really matters. Um, so, you know, and I'm sure 90 percent of gamers feel like that as well, you know. But that was the main thing that got me was the price point. Like I have said, I hope they do reveal that. The other one that got me was, uh, you know, the series, the X Cloud and stuff like that. I know you've been really big on that. You've been actually talking about that for actually a couple months now, um, X Cloud. And cause I remember you say you were trying to get on that beta, I believe, for X Cloud, if I remember um, correctly. I don't think you were chosen, but I remember you said you had signed up for it. Um, and I just want to I just want to see where that goes, because other before you had brought it up, I had never heard of that. So I, I, I'm i really looking into that um, and looking to see where they go with that and what they want to do with it. Um, as far as, you know, because I know it, it involves like tablets and cell phones and stuff like that. So that that's one thing that's really interesting me um, just to see what they want to do with xCloud and how they want to push that to you know, people's phones and tablets and stuff like that. So those are the two main points that really got me interested um, in the rumors and the leak that you sent me. So mm -hmm. other than that, yeah. you know, everything else we've kind of touched on in prior episodes. So nothing really thoroughly surprised me. I'm still waiting to be a part of the beta for the X cloud, mm -hmm. but uh, unfortunately I haven't received the email or anything uh, about it. True. So I Love guess I'm not special enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um other than that man i'm just i'm just like you like this is the reason why i brought this up is because most some of these rumors have been mentioned multiple times so 
it starts to make me believe that, you know, this might be real, you know, um, just like with the console, like we pretty much, I would bet my bottom dollar, they're going to come out with another console, especially since PlayStation announced that they're coming out with two different consoles. And the reason why theirs is special is because it's going to be lower powered. The Series X is going to be geared towards the 4K market and uh, 120 frames per second and 60, of course. And then the, uh, I should say the Series S is going to be geared towards the 1080p, the 1440p gamers. Um, and it's still going to be, you know, just as fast with 60 frames per second, 120 frames per second. Um, and it's going to utilize like the, it's going to utilize the SSD, you know, faster loading times and things like that. It's just, um, you know, there's going to be the resolution difference, which, you know, it, it might be a deal breaker for some, but it might not be for most. And the main thing about those two consoles, they're saying that it's the price. They're saying that the price is going to be half the price as the Series X. So now we just need to know how much the Series X is going to be. So hopefully they do announce the price at this July event. I think they have to. I don't want them to because I just feel like that's just setting PlayStation up for success. Like, oh, it's it's that much. All right, we got you. Or got you again. That. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they did the last time. But, I mean, I really do think that they need to. They need to continue this um you know, this approach that they've started, this uh, confident approach, you know, they need to be like, hey, you know, this is the best place to game. And, you know, this is how much it's going to cost. And you can start pre-ordering right now if you want to. So I also like the fact that I'm really into this, uh, the Game Pass leak that they're talking about, how Xbox is, you know, pretty much with 15 studios, all their games are going to go to Game Pass day one. So they're going to have like, they have to have a reason to keep people engaged with Game Pass. So here recently, they haven't been having a lot of, you know, first party games come out day and date on the service because, you know, they're gearing up for next generation. But they have been getting like big games like i was saying like what what they had like red dead at one or they still do have red dead they had grand theft auto mm -hmm. um yep just have like rage 2 and they have hitman and all these games that are good but you might have missed out on and you might not necessarily pay for it but hey it's here on this platform and like with the kingdom hearts games like i was like I was excited to hear that all the Kingdom Hearts games are on Game Pass right now. So they've been trying to entice people like, hey, with all these big third party supports, now they just need their games to be on there. Like, hey, the newest Halo. Hopefully the Halo game is a good enough game to where people it, it's somewhat of a system seller or it, not even a system seller. It's like, hey, it's a subscription seller pretty much because that's what xbox is gunning for they're not really phil spencer had an interview here recently and he talked about the playstation event and he applauded them he said yeah they did really good but surprisingly he also took some shots at them too um he he said like he liked their showing but he's very confident on what they're going to show this july so that's just getting me more excited because it's just going to be a bunch of new games, uh, hopefully a bunch of new new games and a bunch of revitalized IPs like Perfect Dark or Banjo-Kazooie or, 
we, we've heard about the Fable reboot that they're trying to do. We just want to we just want a reason to own an Xbox or to be a part of their ecosystem. And it seems like this July event, they're going to let us know. Yeah. So and definitely if they could get one of those WB studios, man, that would be awesome. But I highly doubt it because uh, um, I think from last time I heard, I think they said Activision is the closest one to acquiring or making a deal with AT&T so far. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. So who knows? Um, you know, but other than that, man, I'm super excited. Are, are you excited for the July event? Oh yeah, hearing this definitely. This, I mean, I was I was excited for it anyway. I mean, we still don't have a date, a set date for the event, but you know, I was excited for it. But hearing these rumors or reading these rumors, I should say, um, it definitely got me more excited, and I can't wait to see what Microsoft pulls out. Uh, and I hope that the price is reasonable for the Series X because that's what I would want. But even if it's not, I mean, the Series S wouldn't be so bad either. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see the Series S. Um, I, I see it as I would buy that eventually and put it in, like, uh, my office connected to, like, my computer. Right. You know, because like, I don't see myself um, having, like, a 4K setup rig yet. So I'm like, I'm probably going to be doing a lot of 1080p gaming on PC whenever I fully invest in that. And I feel like having that Xbox um, that does 1080p, 1440p would be perfect for like my office, you know, and then Series X would be good for like my big TV, my 4K TV somewhere in the living room or something like that. Yeah. Yep. You know, so that I think I think is really good. And. I mean, hey, there's a lot of hype going into this event. And with there being hype, like, as you know, Xbox has let people down before. So I'm actually tweeting out to Phil Spencer and Major Nelson and Xbox on Twitter. I'm actually telling them like, hey, y'all need to take note from what Sony did and go ahead and let us know what's going to happen during the event like let us know like hey everything's going to be streamed in 1080p uh you know it's going to be about an hour long an hour and a half like go ahead and undersell this event and then surprise us like sony did like sony said there's going to be games but then they announced huge games and then also surprised everybody with the console reveal so I feel like they need to go ahead and do because right now there's a lot of hype going up. Like my expectations are higher than I want them to be for this event. Like, and I already know they should be low, but for some reason I'm just super excited. Yeah, because Microsoft doesn't have the greatest track record with these uh, live events. Uh, nope. No offense, but they don't. So, but other than that, man, like I'm super excited. Um, we just can't wait to hear more. Hopefully we hear an announcement on when they're actually going to or give us a date on when they're going to do the event. I'm thinking it's probably going to be like late July, uh, hopefully earlier. But I feel like they have the whole month of July. They'll probably wait until the very last minute or, hey, they're probably just as excited. So hopefully they go ahead and uh, make it sooner. But uh, that's actually all about the Xbox Series 
X and the July event leaks and rumors. Um, so we're going to go ahead and jump into our final topic. All right, so our final topic today for this episode is going to be the Cyberpunk 2077 gameplay. Uh, it was like the, the Night City live stream event that they had a couple days ago. And this just showcased a lot more information about the cyberpunk world and what this game is. Because as you guys know, or if you didn't know, this game got delayed a few times. It was supposed to come out in April and then it got pushed to September. And now it got pushed again until I uh, have it here November 19th of this year. So it got delayed once again, but I believe everyone is fine with that. You know, this game is, you know, just like The Last of Us 2, it's highly anticipated. So everyone, we don't mind that this game is getting pushed back. They could take all the time that they need, you know. So they went ahead, I guess, with the delay. They wanted to go ahead and show more gameplay. And they went ahead and showed, they let us know that it's going to be a huge world, like an absolutely huge world. Um, it's going to have about seven districts and six of them are in the city. And one uh, I've seen gameplay footage is going to be like the outskirts or the badlands outside of the city. Um, I did hear recently here, like when you first start the game, you create your character and um, you choose like a backstory, uh, you know, like there's three different um starting points or they call them burrows that you can choose uh, to have as your background and like uh, one of them is called nomads that's like where you start out in the badlands away from the city you know the country like desert area um there's also a corporate where you start out like in the corporate world and um you just deal with a bunch of corporate things um i'm sorry about uh, the lack of information here because I just recently heard about these so I'm just throwing them in there and the third one is uh, you could have like a street background where you would start I guess in the streets of uh, the actual city that they've built Night City and they all come with their perks and different story arcs if you decide to start from either three of these locations so I thought that was pretty cool and then they also went ahead and showed some gameplay, a new gameplay called Brain Dance, which is uh, you pretty much relive someone else's memory. And they went ahead and uh, showed a little thing where somebody had to like rob a store and he ended up dying in the process. And since he died, um, they called that um flatliner like the person's memory you was reliving he was considered a flatliner because he he pretty much died so that he flatlined and they had to actually relive that moment and to see what actually happened and once they relived it they were actually able to go back and like analyze it and do what they call brain dance editor which is kind of like a a detective mode they kind of um, compared it to the batman detective mode where you sit back you look you analyze different people and the situations that's happening around you and in this particular one you found out or you actually saw a glimpse of who actually killed you so i thought that was pretty cool that you can play with like 
um, you know, different people's memories. And, you know, I could see that being used a lot in this story or in this game. And I think that's a great, that's a nice feature to have. I don't think that's really been done in too many games. Um, and like I said, the release date is November 19th. See me, I'm actually excited because if you guys didn't know, Cyberpunk 2077 is actually made by the people who uh, CD Projekt Red, who did The Witcher 3, which is one of the best games this generation, hands down. So, Tommy, did you have anything? Uh, when, did you like anything or are you interested in Cyberpunk? Are you with the hype or what do you think? I, I've never played a game by CD Projekt Red, so I'm excited to actually, I didn't play The Witcher 3, so I'm actually excited to deep dive into this. Uh, I know, you know, some people may not agree or may think I'm crazy, but The Witcher 3 just didn't appeal to me. Um, so this definitely looks more appealing to me. Um, as a fan, it seems modern and, you know, in the city or on the outskirts. It kind of reminds me of Grand Theft Auto a little bit, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, from the way you had made it sound, um, mm -hmm. you know. But uh, this does definitely please me. The news you've even just read, even the stuff that you said you've just uh, read about, that definitely got me excited for it. Um, it all it always graphically looked great ever since it was first announced. I, I never worried about the graphics. It was all the details, like you know how big is it going to be, how long is the game, um, you know what what's the perks or you know you know uh, benefits to playing the game and stuff like that. So, but it sounds really good. I'm looking forward to it. Definitely, I want to pick it up. And like you said, it's been delayed at least two, three times now. I do think it's going to be a release for the PS5 or the Xbox Series X. Um, I did hear about that in, um, what is that, Unlocked. Uh, Ryan McCaffrey has said something about that. And when he said it, I was like, that does make sense. And I can see that. Um, so definitely. But it, it makes me curious because like I said, I've never played a game by them and I thoroughly do want to enjoy a game because like you've even stated and I've heard others say The Witcher 3 is probably one of the best games to be released this generation. So I do want to see how Project Siri Project Red does their games and what they do differently from other open world games. Um, so definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I, it's funny how you compared it to, or you said it sounds like Grand Theft Auto V, because I was really, I read an article earlier today, pretty much saying that CD Projekt Red, they do not advise you to play this like a Grand Theft Auto, meaning like, you know, don't, or they're saying you can, but they're like, they created this game to the point where like they've seen people who tested the game and stuff who play the game and they play it just like a Grand Theft Auto. And then they learn like, oh, that's not how this game is meant to be played. Right. Yeah. You know, meaning like, you know, you create a character and then you just go out and start killing most. people and, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, doing all of this and that, like you said, doing the most. Uh, trying to run away from cops and stuff like that they're like yeah you can't like when you play this game you'll see why you can't do it so i thought that was interesting i'm like hmm because this game really does i this game is very ambitious from what i've been reading and what i've been seeing like this game seems like anything you do is going to have an impact in the world 
and I like those type of games and just the customization of this game, uh, man, it just seemed, like I said, it, it's a lot to take in, uh, just knowing that it's the people who, you know, did the Witcher three, uh, it, it's a lot of hype behind it. And I feel like it's going to be one of the biggest games this year. Definitely. Um, possibly, you know, game of the year worthy. Oh, yeah. So, but other than that, man, I, I can't wait to see more. That's our uh, information that we've gathered from the Cyberpunk 2077 gameplay. Um, so we're actually going to go ahead and wrap up today's show. All right. So um, before I wrap up the show, I'm just going to go ahead and put out some news here that I have. Uh, recently nintendo actually announced that they will no longer be making mobile games which if you didn't know they made mobile games they did uh they've came out with like a mario kart uh, a mario game uh, and a couple other um nintendo games as well um they tried to get into that market because they seen how you know how much the mobile gaming space has grown so they tried to do it, but I guess it didn't work out for them. So they're backing out now. Um, EA actually had their EA Play live event uh, this past week or so where they showed games like uh, Skate. Uh, they announced Skate 4. Um, they showed off their newest game, Star Wars Squadrons, um, which is it looks like it's going to be a good dogfighting game. Um, and it's actually going to be $40. And they said it's a lot packed in. Also, EA announced that they are going to focus more on the Star Wars property as well. Um, and they also showed off some of their EA originals, which has actually been, you know, outperforming their mainstays like Battlefield and Star Wars and things like that. Um, it's like the EA originals is like their indie, you know, part of the EA games. So and they've actually been they came out with like Unraveled and I, I believe they came out with uh, what's that one? It was like, oh, man, I can't think of it. It's like I know me and you, Tommy, we wanted to play it. It's like with the two brothers or something. They Oh, from yeah. Prison. From prison. Yeah. And you like you're a team like one yeah, you control yeah. one brother, another. Yeah. I know what you're talking about, man. It's, I, we still I, never I, played that. Too. We need to. Play yeah, that. we definitely do. That game is slip. That's slipping my mind right now. But. Um, EA original has definitely been stepping up. Um, Crash Bandicoot, oops, I can't even say the name. Crash Bandicoot 4 was announced. Uh, it's called Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time, uh, which is kind of funny. But uh, it comes out October 2nd of this year. And also another uh, major news, Mixer, uh, the Xbox streaming game streaming service uh, is shutting down. So they have until July 22nd um, until that, I guess, everyone just, you know, it's just no longer going to exist. I know Microsoft, they announced that um, everyone who is partnering with Mixer, um, Microsoft made a deal with Facebook Gaming where you can actually transition and go to Facebook Gaming and stream there. But I've seen a lot of people not like that idea and everyone's jumping to Twitch which is uh, kind of sad to hear that Mixer shutting down because Mixer was actually, I mean, I, I don't know why people didn't like it or 
why it didn't do good but i i like these smaller streaming platforms compared to like twitch and youtube because it's less competition and it's better for you to make a name for yourself so rp mixer so i guess everyone's going to be on twitch youtube and facebook now mm-hmm. all right and that uh wraps up the news portion um also i well, I just want to go ahead and recap everything that we went over. We want to know your guys' thoughts on everything. So definitely hit me up on Twitter or hit Tommy up on Twitter um, or send a video recording uh, to the Gamers Anonymous podcast. And we will actually, you know, if you got questions or anything, we'll be more than happy to feature you on an episode and actually answer your questions. So go ahead and do that. But um, what do you guys think of the Xbox leaks and rumors for their July event? And are you guys excited for it? Because I know I'm excited for it. Tommy's excited for it. I think a lot of people are excited to see what Xbox is going to do and how they're going to compete against Sony and the PlayStation 5. Um, do you guys agree with the user reviews for The Last of Us 2? And do you guys go by scores like Metacritic? Um, and are you guys enjoying it for those who are playing it? Like me and Tommy, we haven't picked it up yet. Uh, we will eventually. Um, and, you know, we're pretty much in the middle. We're not saying it's a good game. We're not saying it's a bad game. We want to play it for ourselves. Um, so do you guys think Metacritic affects your purchasing a game? Or, you know, it doesn't matter to you. If you like the franchise, you're going to get it. All right. And are you guys hyped for Cyberpunk 2077? Do you guys mind these delays? Us personally, like we said, we don't mind that they delay it because um, we just know the caliber of this, the developers who are making this game. So they could take all the time they need. And plus, the more time they have, the more time the game could be polished and become an even better game. I don't want anything rushed. If it needs to bake in the oven a little bit longer, leave it in the oven and let it bake. All right. So that's all we had to talk about today. You know, I just want to go ahead and ask you guys to make sure to follow and subscribe the gap on anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other major platforms, whatever platform you're using to listen to us on. Definitely go ahead and subscribe to it so you don't miss any episodes or any good gaming content that we put out. And also go ahead and follow your boy on Twitter. It's at Donnie Trace, D-O-N-N-Y-T-R, the number three S, Donnie Trace. Go ahead and follow me on Twitter. Um, I would love to, you know, talk with you guys about video games. That's all I do on there. Uh, is just talk about video games and the upcoming rumors and leaks and the PlayStation 5 and everything that's going on right now. Everything you hear me talk about on the podcast, I talk about it amongst the gaming community on Twitter as well. So, but other than that, Tommy, go ahead and throw out your information. All right. So follow me on Twitter, guys, at TomasFK15. So it's capital T. Lowercase O, lowercase M, lowercase A, lowercase S, capital F, capital K, the number 15. Follow me on Twitter, guys. You know, like Trey said, you know, discuss video games, discuss sports, uh, music, you know, anything. You know, I'm very sociable, so you guys can just hit me up on there, man, and we can get it chopping up.
definitely um think this was a really good episode uh there was a lot more so stay tuned for episode eight uh consider this this episode being part one and episode eight being part two of all the information that's been out recently and episode eight is going to be an even better episode so thank you guys once again appreciate the love and support uh i just want to go ahead and say thank you it's been fun it's been real but of course until next time guys never stop gaming Thank you, podcast listeners and gaming addicts, for making it to the end of today's episode. If you would like to write to the show or send fan mail, feel free to email us at finesse.kings with a Z gaming at gmail.com. That's finesse.kingsgaming at gmail.com. We would really love to hear from you guys. Thank you and look out for the next episode. Oh, thank you.